0: Happy Saturday, everybody, and welcome to Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Dave Spadaro along with Chris McPherson at the NovaCare Complex. The Eagles on Saturday conducting a 10-10-10 practice with an eye toward Thursday and the preseason opener. But I think, Chris, the big story right now is the list of injuries that this team has. So let's get you updated on that list right now. Nothing really serious here, Chris, but some injuries that are keeping some players you'd like to see out on the field particularly Wendell Smallwood, see what kind of reps he can get, see what kind of contribution he can make to this offense.
1: Certainly, he looked so great when the shells and shorts were on in the spring and the early part of training camp, and you said, you know what? You can't wait to see how he's gonna handle the physicality of running in between the tackles, how he'll hold up in pass protection, and unfortunately we haven't been able to see that because he has not been out there since the pads went on. So, as the Eagles try to figure out how the running back rotation will work, Ryan Matthews is back on the field and the coaches are very happy with how he's performed. Darren Sproles, He's Darren Sproles. We know what we're going to get from him this season. But who are going to be those guys, you know, third, fourth, fifth on the depth chart? You figure Smallwood was in a good position to work his way in there, carve out some playing time. But unfortunately, we just haven't been able to see him healthy during these contact drills.
0: Yeah, and hopefully that will change very soon. And perhaps Smallwood gets back on the field in the next couple of days and gets ready for Thursday. And if not, we'll see a lot of Kenyon Barner. And we'll see a lot of Byron Marshall and Cedric O'Neal and uh, that crew. and. See how the Eagles fare in preseason game number one. But none of those injuries considered long-term, and so that is the good news during a very physical camp. The Eagles backing off on Saturday with the 10-10-10 work. After practice, offensive coordinator Frank Reich talked about the offense and focused on a really deep and talented group that could lead the Eagles in the passing game this year. That's the tight end position, and that is where we start with Frank Reich, offensive coordinator.
2: You're right tight ends is a strength of this of this roster of this offensive unit and you know if you look at Doug's system and what they did in Kansas City with their tight ends and how we'll utilize them here it'll be very consistent with that Um, and we got the players to do it you know we can mix it up they're all really good smart route runners every one of them And, and so we expect really good production from that unit Zach has a great feel in route running you know um he just knows how to create leverage he, he knows how to use his body he knows you know he's a big catch catch radius you know Trey Trey's like a wide receiver out there you get him out there he, he's got the speed he's got natural instinctive moves for a tight end and one of the surprises to me though has been Brent you know I mean I came in here thinking you know hey Brent's our blocking tight end but the guy knows how to run routes he's really smart rece- he's a really smart route runner and uh, and I have a lot of confidence in them, so, and I know the quarterbacks do as well. So that's a really good thing for us. Yeah, our three tight end uh, personnel package is is a really strong package for us, just because of the versatility of those players. Um, they're all very instinctive route runners. They're all good block. You know, they can all block. Um, so it's a way to, it's a different way to try to create a mismatch. You know, sometimes you can create a mismatch by getting a, a guy who's bigger and stronger than a than a corner covering him. You know, those corners are used to covering small, fast guys. Now all of a sudden you get a, a big, you know, someone like Trey Burton or Zach Ertz, who are big guys with big catching radius, and, uh, the, you know, sometimes DBs struggle with that a little bit. And those guys know how to use their body and their catch radius to their advantage. So we got to find ways to continue to use that to our advantage.
0: It's really consistent with what Frank has been saying throughout the spring and through the summer, that the Eagles' tight ends – including Brent Selleck, who's not just a big blocking burly guy, they're going to be a big part of things in this offense. I think we all expect
1: that. Five tight ends led their individual teams in receiving last season. Could it happen for the Eagles this season? I don't know exactly whether that will be the case, but the tight ends are obviously going to be a big focal point of the receiving game. And that's something that we thought would happen. Back in 2013 when the Eagles drafted Zach Ertz in the second round out of Stanford, you had Ertz and Brent Selick, you figured they're going to try to get those guys on the field as much as possible. Well, that never really came to fruition during the Chip Kelly era. Now you're factoring in Trey Burton, who has really made strides throughout the course of this training camp. And the Eagles have three prolific pass catchers that they can utilize to create mismatches. And Dave, you understand this. The Eagles' offense really want to look week in and week out to see what the best matchup that they're going to be able to get. And it's just going to be so difficult, when you look at these tight ends, to see a linebacker, or a safety, or a corner, whoever you want to put against these tight ends to be able to hold up against them in coverage. The Eagles, I think, can dominate. The middle of the field here in 2015. And the fourth tight end,
0: the fourth tight end to consider, Chris Pantel, who's been working as a fullback. So it is very likely, I think, at this point as we watch practice, that the Eagles will carry four. And you see them in practice moving the tight ends around the formation, bunching the tight ends, and as we've talked about, looking for the very best matchups. Now, Zach Ertz is somebody that you want to see blossom from the very beginning of the season. He had a tremendous End of the 2015 campaign. Zach Ertz also understands just how Doug Peterson used the tight ends in Kansas City, led by Travis Kelsey, a Pro Bowl player last year. Is there a comparison between what the Eagles have on paper and in the preseason here to what Kansas City has done with its tight ends? Ertz talks about that and a whole lot more as he looks at this group in total. Yeah, I mean,
1: our guys are a little different than their guys. They have uh, pretty much two blocking tight ends and one receiver. Um, in our opinion, we have three of both, uh, three blocking and three receiving tight ends in that set. So I think it's, uh, um, it's going to help us a lot in those situations. When you, when you have one receiver and three tight ends in the game, defenses don't really know whether to go base or nickel. But if they're going to put in extra linebackers, it's going to be tough for them to stop us in the passing game. In my opinion, obviously, uh, we've we got to go out there and make plays when the time comes. But I think that's the mindset behind putting three of us on the field.
0: Last week we talked about Jason Peters in on my list of MIEs most invaluable Eagles. I think that's the word I used. Uh, <laughs> maybe MV, whatever it is. But he, <laughs> Jason Peters is way up there. Zach Ertz also really high on that list of Eagles you must have on the field this year. I think he catches north of eighty passes this year easily. I think that you watch him in these preseason moments, these these training camp moments. He is being targeted over and over and over. Now, he's improved his inline blocking. He's too much of a matchup problem. uh, When he's lined up wide, he's too big for a safety. He's too fast for a linebacker. Zach Ertz, I believe, will be the leading receiver on this team. And maybe the receiver best suited to stretch defenses. There's no real burner on the outside. So if you can get Ertz lined up against a linebacker, You want him going vertically. Linebackers just can't run with Zach Ertz. So he's off to a great start this summer. And I think everybody's really pleased with
1: Zach Ertz and believes that he and possibly Jordan Matthews catching a lot of football. Compelling argument to be the number one guy here this season. What is good about the fact that Ertz had to be kind of behind the scenes the last couple of seasons and learn to block better is the fact that now that he's going to be entrusted to be a bigger part of the offense, he's going to have that as part of his repertoire and be able to be counted upon time after time again. Davey made the comparison to Kansas City and Travis Kelsey, who was a Pro Bowl player for the Chiefs last season. Well, you know, Kelsey was on the field over 90% of the snaps. We have not seen that from Ertz. He's been just over 50%. He was He had more snaps than Selick for the first time just last season. And I agree with you that in terms of stretching the field, he might be the team's best option. I want to see him improve in the red zone. He has not been targeted very heavily. He's not produced a lot down there. So can he improve in the red zone? Doug Pearson said the key with that is scheme, not just so much the player himself. And the other thing I want to see from, from Ertz is can he be consistent from the start to the end of the season? The last two years, he's had great Decembers You know, going into January. We had the 30 catches in the final three games 450 yards in the final four games prolific numbers can you do it from week one and do it on a consistent basis
0: so that's our tight end look we think the tight ends are going to be very involved in the eagles offense in 2016. we also think the wide receivers have a chance and really must be involved and somehow the eagles need to stretch the field perhaps they get that contribution from a new eagle Chris Givens signed as a free agent in the offseason. He's here as an eagle. And when we return to inside training camp presented by Xfinity, Chris Givens is our eagle in focus. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do we
3: even know these are real
2: tickets? Yeah, you know, you just
3: touch it. How do I know they're legit?
2: Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Hi, I'm Bo Allen from the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is the Allen from Bob's Discount Furniture. We named it after Bo.
0: Thanks, Bob. You're the man. It packs some serious power. Power recline, power headrest, and USB ports. Get the sofa or console love loveseat in dark chocolate or light brown, an untouchable value at only $7.99 each.
2: I don't know how you do it, Bob, but man, do I respect it. You know how players show respect after big games? Nope. We swap jerseys.
0: Welcome back. Dave Spadero, along with Chris McPherson. We're at the NovaCare Complex on this Saturday. The Eagles conducting their 10-10-10 practice in the morning and getting ready for Sunday and another step closer to Thursday's preseason opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It'll be our first look at Chris Givens, number 19, in an Eagles uniform. Chris, what kind of thoughts have you had watching him in practice, working in with this Eagles passing game?
1: We all knew that he was a prolific down the street. F- down the field threat early on in his career in St. Louis and Baltimore. In fact, in his rookie season, he set the NFL rookie record with a reception of 50 yards or more in five straight games. But here in Philadelphia, wide receivers coach Greg Lewis is trying to make him a more complete receiver, someone who can go on crossing routes, slant, and attack the middle of the field. And for a closer look at one of the new Eagles wide receivers, let's bring in our Abby Atwater to profile Chris Givens as our Eagle in focus.
3: Thanks, guys. Originally a fourth-round draft pick with the Rams in 2012, Chris Givens signed as a free agent with the Eagles in March. Known for his big playability and speed, Givens set a rookie record in 2012 after he hauled in a 50-plus yard reception in five consecutive games.
4: I'm way faster in my 40 time on the football field. And I feel like that's what separates me. Because once the ball's in the air, it's just another gear that I kick in that I've always had that gear since I was little, and I just feel like I'm always have it.
3: Givens has found his greatest success in the NFL with quarterback Sam Bradford in St. Louis. More than half of Givens' career catches have come from Bradford. Givens looks forward to picking up where they left off, both as Philadelphia Eagles.
4: Honestly, I feel like we type of guys, we're going to pick up where we left off. I know Sam pretty well, and I feel like he knows me pretty well. So. I don't think it's going to take us that long to get our chemistry back and and just to get on the same page.
3: During the 2015 offseason, Bradford was traded. Givens experienced the same transition when he was traded midseason of the same year.
4: Oh man, last season was a whirlwind really just because I, I got the phone call that I was traded at like 9 a.m. and then I was on a flight at like 1 o'clock and meetings as soon as I landed and from that day on it was just busy, busy, busy trying to make sure I knew everything. and. I didn't really get a chance to catch my breath after the season was over. Life happens and adversity happens, and it was just things I had to go through to get to the place I'm at, I'm at today. And I'm thankful for everything I've been through, and it's all just a learning process.
3: Givens tells the media why the Eagles are the right fit for him.
4: The the organization itself is going in a positive direction. The great, it's a great coach in Doug Peterson, and then the, the receivers coach and the OC. The vibe is just amazing. All the people are great, and like when, when you when you feel something that's right, it's just right.
3: Givens will see his first live action at Lincoln Financial Field on August 11th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm Abby Atwater, back to you guys in the studio.
0: Thanks so much Abby. A look here at Chris Givens and his career statistics. Played with the Rams, he played with the Ravens a bit last year. And the number that jumps out at you, Chris, 16.6 yards per catch, 2012, good chemistry with Sam Bradford, good chemistry in this training camp so far. And maybe there's that level of comfort throwing down the field, Bradford to Givens, just to open things up for the underneath game, which we know is going to be so important in the Eagles pass game.
1: I think the biggest thing with the Eagles wide receivers is you're not going to know who the go-to guy is at a given moment. We all agree that Jordan Matthews is the most prolific guy on the receiver. Yes. Correct, yes. But when you see Chris Gibbons out there, you're not going to assume that it's going to be a go route. You know, Reuben Randall has had a very nice training camp to this point. He's earned praise thus far from head coach Doug Peterson and offensive coordinator Frank Reich. So I think the biggest thing is they want to keep opposing defenses guessing in terms of where the ball is going to go at any given time. So if you're a fancy football player, that might not be what you want to hear. But for the Eagles offense, it's going to be a much more balanced look from the wide receiver position in 2016.
0: I think the big challenge for this Eagles offense is – making it work outside of the numbers, with Sproles, with Matthews, with Ertz, you're going to have some success between the hashes. Where you go outside the numbers, down the field, and that's the importance of Chris Givens. Does he have the burst to go over the top? Something the Eagles have lacked, let's be honest since Jeremy Macklin left, and obviously before that, Deshaun Jackson. Chris Givens comes in here. It's a one-year contract. It's a show-me deal. Chris Givens' intent on showing the Eagles and the rest of the NFL that he still has that burst to get down the field. All right, we've got a break coming up here when we return to Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. We'll set you up here for the next couple of days as the Eagles get prepared for Tampa Bay and the preseason opener.
2: Love me tender, love me sweet
1: The stronger the love, the greater the responsibility. But you don't have to do it alone.
4: My life complete.
1: Lincoln Financial helps you provide for and protect your financial future. Because this is what you do for people you love. Talk to an advisor, Lincoln Financial,
0: you're in charge.
2: I've been an athlete for as long as I can remember. In the summer, I was taking a long bike ride, and when I looked up, a tree had fallen across the shoulder of the road. And when I came to, I couldn't feel anything below my neck, and I thought my life had changed forever. I was hellevacked to Jefferson Hospital, and the Rothman doctors did an emergency procedure and fused the vertebrae in my spine. Now I'm back on the bike, I'm enjoying myself, and it's all thanks to the Rothman doctors at Jefferson.
0: Mix and match any two for just $2.50. On McDonald's, McPick Two menu. Choose from a McDouble. McChicken sandwich, six-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries. I'm loving it. We welcome you back. It's Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity, Dave Spadero, Chris McPherson. It's a Saturday, you're relaxing, but I can tell you what, after a 10-10-10 practice on Saturday, the Eagles put the pads back on Sunday, and I
1: expect more of this very physical training camp. No question, only two more days of practice before the Eagles have their preseason opener this upcoming Thursday. But let's give you a look at what's to come tomorrow here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. If you missed our Eagle Focus with Chris Givens, don't worry, we'll have it for you on demand. First thing on the site and the app tomorrow morning. Following the physical practice, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz will meet the media. We will carry that live at around 11 a.m. or so. Wondering exactly what he'll touch on. Maybe, oh, he's going to be snarling. Oh, maybe. He's uh, a
0: snarl. He's in a snarling mood right now.
1: Maybe maybe touch a little bit on the defensive end rotation. Marcus Smith out with a concussion. Yeah. Who's emerging in the bow? The cornerback position, the depth at linebacker. A lot to look forward to as this will be the last time Schwartz talks before the preseason opener. John Filippo quarterback's coach in studio.
0: Looking forward to his
1: insights on on. this quarterback trio and
0: how they've made progress throughout training camp and perhaps what kind of rotation we'll see on Thursday night. So I'm gonna ask you this question as we wrap things up here. Give me one player that you are looking forward to seeing on Thursday night as we talk on this day, more than any other player.
1: I mean, I know it's gonna be Carson Wentz. So (laughs) in the non-Carson Wentz department. The non-Carson Wentz department, as we're looking to see, Who's gonna emerge from the wide receiver position? And I don't know the playing time at this point. I'm gonna go with Ruben Randall, someone who has had a strong training camp to this point. You know, someone who's been a proven playmaker in the league, had a career-high eight touchdowns for the Giants just a couple years ago, former second-round pick. Is he a potential weapon in this Eagles offense? On the defensive side of the football, let's see, put me on the spot here. I think you're gonna be looking in the defensive backfield to see if one of the corners is going to emerge maybe I'll go with second-year player Eric Rowe, someone who, you know, was a little embattled, I would say, at the start of training camp. Everyone was wondering where did he fit into the mix. You saw players like Leos McKelvin and Ron Brooks getting the bulk of the reps with the ones. Rowe has made some great plays throughout the course of camp, so I'll see if Rowe can do something to work his way back into that starting cornerback conversation.
0: And on the offensive side, I'll go with Brandon Brooks, who should see some time working with Lane Johnson on the right side of the offensive line. Big things expected from Brandon Brooks. And on the Defensive side of the ball, I too will look into the Eagles secondary. I, however, will go with rookie Jalen Mills. He have the green hair and the very impressive spring and summer is Jalen Mills for real. Well, he's been very good here in the Eagles training camp. How about matched up against maybe Tampa Bay's big strong wide receivers? They're deep at wide receiver. I want to see Mills against some unfamiliar wide receivers and see if he can really take that next step. Because I expect him at this point to contribute to the Eagles' defense this season. All right. well, so good? do it. All so, right. Thursday, Thursday where, do see, where do you see the game? Thursday. Thursday, you can watch it on Comcast, Sportsnet, and Cozy TV in the Philadelphia area. We'll have you updated on PhiladelphiaEagles.com starting at 630. With our kickoff show, we'll set the scene both from the Novacare Complex and Lincoln Financial Field. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us on Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.